Hello, hello everyone. I hope you guys are feeling incredible. I am Christian. I am a spiritual mentor and you are tapped into talks from sacred solidarity. So I hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes, the weekly episodes. We are going to keep it. Let's start this episode off with the good news because there's some very, very, very good news surrounding the topic of believing yourself. And that piece of good news is that you already believe in yourself. You already have faith in yourself. You're already confident in yourself. And the reason why you know that is because you know what you can be, you know what you can do. And you wouldn't even be thinking about how can I believe in myself? I want to believe in myself more. If you already felt like you had achieved everything you were supposed to achieve, if you already felt like you had reached your peak of happiness or success or greatness. The fact that you want to be more confident, believe in yourself more, trust yourself more, have more faith in yourself, lets you know that you already have faith in yourself, lets you know that you already believe in yourself because you see that you are worthy of more faith. You see you're worthy of putting more um, in your hands. You see you're worthy of placing a bigger bet on yourself. And I feel that's really what we do when we believe in ourselves, you know, unconditionally. You place the bet of a lifetime on yourself. You bet that you can make it happen, that you can be successful, sometimes even that you can do it alone or that you can do it while you have kids, that you can do it while you travel the world. You know, we all have an idea, a goal, a plan about what we want to achieve, how we want to do it, all of the things that we want to have in this life. And you absolutely can have it. Like I always say to people, whatever your desires are, those are things that you're supposed to have. If you're ever questioning, where are my manifestations coming from? Strip away the money, strip away, you know, all of the other stuff and the other reasons why we want things in our life. What is going to fuel your heart? and feel your heart in a way that makes you be better. Feel your heart in a way that really, really, really adds to your life. Not just things that you enjoy, but things that make you smarter, things that make you faster, things that make you stronger, things that make you a more improved version of yourself. You know, I feel like the things that we truly want in this life are true desires when we're not thinking about ego or greed or any of that. Your true desires are aligned with how you can also be the best version of you. So as we are wanting to bring new things into our life, it's key to feel like you're worthy of it. It's key to feel like you can do it. But the good thing is you already know that you can. The bad thing is, or the bad news is, or the not so, you know, exciting thing is when you are a human being, there are certain things that are just unavoidable. You know, our brains are programmed certain ways and we're programmed, you know, in certain different ways because of how we're growing up and different things like that. But there's always going to be a part of you that doesn't believe in you because you've heard in your life or you've seen that there is a possibility for loss. We've all felt loss. We've all felt failure before and it doesn't feel good. Even if you learn from it, even if it elevates you, that moment of failure does not feel good. Like if you lose your job or have to drop out of school before you become a millionaire or before you, you know, set yourself up for success or before you find the one thing that was your passion and you thought this was your passion, but it didn't work out and you were devastated, but it led you to what you wanted to be in. That's all fine and dandy. But when that thing doesn't work out, it's devastating. It's crushing. You can't believe that you put your energy, your effort, your faith into something and it failed. It didn't go right. Now, of course, we know that everything, you know, failure is relative because it can be a failure in one aspect, but it always sets you up for what you need to step into. And, you know, I say failure isn't a bad thing because it isn't. But we are conditioned to win all the time and to not be comfortable without winning. Like, let's just say, for example, someone gets divorced 
whenever they realize that their marriage isn't working anymore, they are devastated, they are down. It's really, really hard for them to accept that their relationship is over. They go through the divorce. It takes a while, but they finally get through it. And at the end of it, they feel happy about it. They realize that they made the right decision. They realize that they did the right thing. They decide to throw a divorce party. You'll have people telling them, this isn't something you should celebrate. This isn't something that you should feel good about. Even though they've already gone through the feelings of, oh my God, this is terrible. My marriage is failing. They've already gone through that. They've gone through that. They've come to a point now where they can understand why that had to happen. It makes sense to them. They feel good about it now. They've turned this terrible thing, this devastating moment into something that's setting them up for a new chapter. And you are still in a space where it's like, and you're celebrating that? That's what we're celebrating? Or even if someone really wanted to be a mom, they had a relationship and during their pregnancy, the relationship fell apart. You might have some people like, and you're happy to be a single mom. You're happy to be promoting being a single mom like anybody really enjoys struggle no one enjoys getting a divorce no one enjoys struggle no one enjoys you know having to quit their job and sell everything and you know start doing art on the street making money and then that makes them you know end up having a career nobody wants to get it out of the absolute mud even though that's the reality of most if not all of our lives that's what we're gonna have to do but nobody wants to do that you know most of us if not all of us we want our desires with the least amount of pain and the least amount of problem and it's not saying that we won't go through the pain and problem because we will for what we want but it is saying that it's not desirable for us it's not our plan for us to go through that pain so when we do go through pain it's not aligned to what we thought we were going to have to experience so it's easy to feel pain and be like what's going on something's wrong with me i can't believe this it's easy to have a loss even after a bunch of wins it's easy to have a loss and feel like now you're at the bottom of the bear there's no coming back from this because we're conditioned to win all the time and when we do lose we're conditioned to you know be in a space where we bury that loss with other wins not even turn the loss into a win bury it with other wins put other things in our life on top of it so we don't think about the thing that we've lost so now we can put all of our focus on you know the wins that we have you know and I think that there's so much for us to learn in losses and I think learning from your losses is a great space to start believing in yourself because we don't need to have shame or embarrassment or, you know, insecurity when it comes to the bad mistakes we've made. You know, you should be able to think and have a conversation with yourself about the bad, terrible relationships you've been in, where you let people abuse your time, abuse your energy, you know, abuse your money, abuse your emotions, where you didn't stick up for yourself, where you kept accepting the same behavior over and over and over again, even though you knew you didn't deserve it. You know, some of us can't even have real conversations with ourselves about the things that we've done in the past because it's too cringy for us or... We can't face those things. That's why you're having trouble believing in yourself because there is so much shame about things that you have done, things that didn't work out right. And when we carry that, it makes it a lot more difficult to believe in yourself and to trust yourself. Because like I said, you have a part of you that believes in you already, but you also have a part of you that isn't as confident. You also have a part of you that can be triggered and fall into insecurity and building up even more insecurity. It's kind of like if you guys have anxiety, and you have an anxiety attack. Sometimes an anxiety attack, it can just hit you like a ton of bricks real quick, but also it can build up. 
Like maybe you'll start to, you know, your leg will start to shake and you'll start to, you know, have trouble breathing and it'll feel like the walls are closing in on you and you're getting really overwhelmed and you start to, you know, be real paranoid and look at all the things around you and think about all the things that can go wrong and you start to get in your head. Like it's a process of getting deeper and deeper in that space. You aren't automatically sucked in. Now, sometimes you are. Sometimes you are automatically sucked in, but not all the time. And it's the same thing about life. Sometimes things can happen in life and you will automatically be sucked in the space of sadness and, you know, not having faith in yourself. Sometimes those things can happen, but you also can be in a space where you gradually, gradually, gradually putting the loss to the back, putting the loss to the back, ignoring how you're feeling, ignoring how you're feeling until eventually you have this huge blow up moment where you just feel so, so, so down about all of the things that you've been ignoring the entire time. So it really benefits you to face what is causing me to not believe in myself. What parts of me are fueling the parts of me that don't believe in myself? Do I have an unhealthy habit that's fueling me to not believe in myself? Do I spend all day looking at people on social media who don't look like me? Do I spend all day looking at people on social media who, you know, aren't coming from where I'm coming from, can't relate to me in any way? Am I trying to find a mentor or motivation from someone that doesn't even know me, people that look like me, people who've been through what I I've been through? Or am I putting myself in a space where everything is promoting my confidence and my self-worth? And you can create a life for yourself where everything promotes your confidence and self-worth. You can absolutely do that. And I feel like that's the real goal. I feel like the real goal is being in a space where you are in total control of how you feel. You have total power over your energy, over your mindset, over everything over everything. And I feel like because from a very young age, we're taught that our voice is secondary. You know, most of us, if you moved when you were a child, your parents didn't come and say, Hey, how do you feel about moving? Do you want to leave your friends? Do you want to leave this behind? Do you care? You know, if your parents get a divorce, they don't come and ask you how you feel about it. If you um, want a certain thing for dinner and your parents hook something else, maybe some parents, you know, will work with you and give you what you want. Some parents don't care and you're going to eat whatever they tell you. You might want to go to college for for one thing and your parents are like, no, you're going to go for this. So we're kind of conditioned to allow other people to make decisions for us. And when you are taught that and conditioned that way and you feel it's right and you allow that to resonate with you and become who you need to be, your belief in yourself is conditional upon other people's beliefs in you. And that's why it's so important to not put your um, faith in yourself and not let it rely on how other people feel about you and how other people believe in you because they don't have your vision. God didn't tell them what God told you. They don't have that wisdom. They don't have that insight. They don't have that, you know, that that information that's telling you if you stop, this is what you're going to be missing out on. If you don't, you know, keep pushing forward, this is what you're going to regret. This is what you're going to, you know, five years down the line, you're going to look back and be like, dang, I wish I would have kept moving forward like We have so many things that keep us doing what God tells us to do. Like we have our intuition leading us. We have signals from the universe. We have conversations with strangers. We have relationships. We have, you know, if you go to church, if you listen to motivational podcasts, if you, you know, watch stuff that pours into you, if you have a daily devotional, if you journal, we have so many things in this life that can remind us of who we are and where we're supposed to be going. But it's up to us to feed into that. It's up to us to use those things for our benefit. So use the things for your benefit that make you feel confident in yourself. Use the things for your benefit that make you understand, make you trust in your ability to, you know, handle all of the things that are coming to you because you do have the ability to do that. 
And I feel, you know, calling back your control and your power over your life is key as well. Because if you believe it, you can bring it to your you can bring it into your reality. Isn't that incredible? If you believe something in your mind, that means that it is existing on a dimension. It's existing on a universe somewhere. They literally just came out. And you know, I love this because God tells us stuff. Spiritually, we know things. And then science catches up years later. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, there are a multiplicity of galaxies. So there was something recently um, that, you know, someone said, basically they looked into, you know, the universe with some type of telescope. Now, what kind of telescope do you have that allows you to see different galaxies? Now, I'm not, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly or not, but I really feel like these people had like some type of telescope or something that let them see deep, deep, deep into space. And they saw a bunch of other galaxies, I believe six other galaxies that are similar to ours. And we know our galaxy is the Milky Way. And in our galaxy, there is all of the planets that we recognize, the nine planets. There are stars. There are star clusters. There's different, you know, um, black holes and all kinds of stuff. Like our, our galaxy, the Milky Way in itself is vast. Like our Milky Way galaxy is huge. And there's a bunch of other galaxies as well. So each of those galaxies has planets has dimensions in it, has everything that our galaxy has and more different stars, different stuff going on. So they're realizing how big this thing is, how big this life is. So also they've discovered now stepping into these galaxies and how these galaxies are existing in space and time, that all of these galaxies are right on top of each other right on top of each other we are stacked so closely together and I was reading that a lot of people now y'all know me I'm a conspiracy theorist I'm not gonna do too much on here because I don't know who on here is a um, a conspiracy theorist as well so I don't want to do too much but I'm a conspiracy theorist I always have my tinfoil hat on and somebody was saying that that's why we see these planes disappearing sometimes just kind of you know vanishing into thin air because we have places in our dimension where you can go through and be in another dimension or you can you know just like in a split second literally it's like going through one door and walking into another one but you don't have to open the door that's how quick it is going from being outside to inside going from being inside of a pool to outside of a pool like it's that natural and we cannot see these things we cannot see space we cannot see time so you know, people have had experiences or people have disappeared and, you know, gone into different galaxies and stuff. So they're still discovering now how big and how vast our galaxies are and how big this thing, you know, called life is. So whatever you see for yourself, whatever you believe is quite literally happening, because if it wasn't, it wouldn't be able to come up in your mind. Like the reason that there is infinity, the reason that there is nothing that is, you know, the reason that we are limitless is because there are infinite possibilities, infinite dimensions, infinite galaxies. We have infinite lifetimes. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. So since the beginning of time, you have existed. Since the beginning of time, your energy has been here. You did not just pop up. Your energy has been here. Literally, it's been here. Now, whether your energy has been with God, whether our energy has been in the heavens before we're chosen to experience this physical, who knows exactly what it is. Everybody believes different things. I know what I feel. But your energy has been here forever. So the things that you want, the desires you have, you can have them. It's about reinforcing to yourself that you can have them because you've been taught your entire life that you can't and that your life has to look a certain way. And if it doesn't, that you won't be happy. You won't be successful. We've all been taught that. So breaking that down is going to take a lot of work. 
And it's a very, very, very big chance that you've been in relationships, friendships and career options that support those parts of you because that feels familiar to you. It feels familiar to you to have a relationship with someone where they're telling you what to do because that's our our first relationship. Your first relationship is the relationship that you have with your parents. It's an authoritative relationship. The relationship you have over your ruler, your leader. Our first relationship is being led, being fed, being changed, being taken care of, not having any independence whatsoever. That is our first memory, our first teaching, our first walk of life through this human experience. So we are conditioned from day one to be taught to walk, to be taught to speak, to be taught to eat and go to the bathroom for ourselves and dream and pray and do all of these different things. And we are taught what our parents were taught and they were taught what their parents were taught and they were taught what their parents were taught. We all just been teaching each other the same recycled stuff over and over and over again. That's why everybody walks the same. That's why everyone talks the same. That's why everyone communicates the same. It's been the same since the beginning of time because so many of these things are indoctrinated in us and it takes a lot of reprogramming and unprogramming to change that. And that's why, you know, I always talk about reprogramming your subconscious mind and so does everyone else. But there is a big change that you have people in your life that tell you, oh, you sure you're going to do this? Oh, you think you want to do this? So many of us don't like our moms for that reason. We don't like our parents because every time we tell our parent that we want to do something, they say, oh, well, why don't you try this instead? Are you sure you want to do that? It's always something that we classify as negative. It's always something that we classify as them trying to turn us away from what we really want from what we really want to step into. So we don't want to tell them anything. We have friends in our life that do the same thing. You have a career where you say, I want to grow. I want to do this. Oh, we're going to keep you at the same level and you're going to stay right here. We don't leave. We say, OK, and we stay. What's stopping you from leaving? Because there's a part of you that wants to leave. That's why you spoke up in the first place. There's a part of you that isn't OK with that. Like no matter what we're taught, there is a part of us. That's why we say nature versus nurture that we always talk about. Right. Because we have a nature. We're not just built on nurture. We're not just robots. You're not just purely what your mama and your daddy made you. You're not purely what your parents made you. You are made up of who you are on the inside. Your energy that was here literally since the beginning of time, like I was just saying, that is still leading you. So even when you're feeling like you don't believe in yourself and everything's causing you to, you know, second guess yourself, you have things within yourself that are telling you, no, that is a lie. I know what you're capable of. I know what you can do. We did this in another lifetime. We did this in another lifetime. So you really have to break that down and look at your friend group. Whose opinions are making you doubt yourself? Whose opinions are making you second guess yourself? Why do you have those people in your life? Why do you think that that's acceptable? Why do we think it's okay to have people in our life that don't support our dreams? That's not normal. What is a friend if it's not someone that's going to support your dreams? I didn't say understand your dreams. I didn't say agree with your dreams. I didn't say share your dreams. What's the point of a connection if someone doesn't support your dreams? What's the point of it? And even if you have the dream to take over the world and do some evil shit, you need to find people that share that same dream. You need to find that people, you need to find people that can support that. Okay. Because everybody doesn't have dreams of being good, but we do. I know I do. I know if you're listening to this, you do. 
So why do you have people in your life that have dreams of tearing you down? Why do you have people in your life that have dreams of making you weaker so they can feel stronger? Why do you have people in your life where it's their sole aspiration to put down everybody around them and see how high they can stack themselves on the backs and on the egos and on the confidences and on the dreams of everybody else around them? Some people, that's all they have to stand on. Some careers, if they don't make you feel small, they will never be able to control you. That's literally what the school system and the education system is based off of. Making children into people that can serve in today's society. Preparing you to have a nine to five. It's not about preparing you to be an entrepreneur or be a free thinker. Back in the day, they used to laugh at you and joke at you and call you a free thinker as a slur. Like, oh, she's a free thinker. You know, the free thinker types. They call you a hippie as a slur. They call you a hotep as a slur. They call you vegan or health conscious or, you know, like a crunchy mom. They call you those things as a slur. And not to say that there aren't people who are overusing wellness and spiritual. Yes, there are people who are overdoing it. But why is it automatically a slur? Why isn't it? Let me see if you really about what you're saying or if you're just one of those nuts. Because some people are nutty. But why isn't it? Let me see where this person is coming from instead of, oh, my God, you're a Jesus freak. Oh, my God, you're saying Grand Rising. Oh, my God, you're you're a vegan freak. And mind y'all, I don't even say Grand Rising anymore. I used to be a Grand Rising type of girl. But realistically, and I'm also a very logical person as well. Morning in terms of death and morning in terms of waking up in the morning are just two different, you know, things. Um... I think that people were kind of trying and this is kind of like a little tangent, but I think people were kind of trying to spin that like morning only meant like grieving. But morning does actually mean like a time in the morning. It doesn't only mean grief. You know what I'm saying? So I get if it only meant grief, but it doesn't mean grief. It has different languages and we speak English. So, I mean, you know, we speak English. Um, And also, I think intention is very important as well. But nevertheless, We are just immediately ostracized a lot of times for thinking outside of the matrix or outside of what everybody else is thinking and feeling. You're picked at, you're talked about, you're laughed at, you're made into a joke. So we're always taught that you don't want to be different. You don't want to go outside the box. You don't want to do something different. If everybody is telling you, you don't need to do this, it's not going to work out. You shouldn't feel confident in doing this. You don't need to be doing this. Eventually you're going to be like, well, dang, maybe I don't need to be doing this. Maybe I don't need to be doing this. So you really need to get your environment right to get your mind right. Get your environment right to get your mind right. And when you get your environment right, when you change and remove the people in your life who don't believe in you, who speak negativity over you, who speak lack over you, when you remove those people out of your life, when you remove yourself from the career choices that put you down, when you remove yourself from the spaces online that put you down, because y'all even, we even got people online that will teach you and lead you spiritually, quote unquote, but they'll do it in a way that puts you down and makes you feel like shit if you don't meditate for an hour every day or makes you feel like shit for still eating meat or makes you feel like shit for, you know, not knowing how to connect with your ancestors, you know, like it's so important, but that's the good thing about it because you have control. You don't have to accept anybody's conditioning. You get to condition yourself and you get to tell yourself who you are. So that's the first thing. Tell yourself who you are. Don't let anybody else tell you who you are. And the opinions of other people are based on their lens of the world. And our lenses could not be more different. As human beings, we are the same animal, but we could not be more different. Like consciously, we are so, so different. Everybody has a different view on love, money, family, 
faith, you know, everything. Nobody on this earth feels the exact same about anything. We are all so different and so complex. We are all like snowflakes down to our DNA. We are all different. We are all different. Even identical twins, even people who feel like they have the same exact interest. We are all different beings. We have a different energy, a different purpose, a different role. So why do you feel this completely different energy than you knows you better than you when you have been you since the beginning of time? What the fuck makes you think that? Why you got yourself so fucked up? Why do you think that? That can't be true. Like I said, I'm a person of logic. I'm a person of fact. The facts are you've been you longer than anybody else has been you so why are you letting them tell you who you are and that's all I really need to say in terms of you know connecting with people not trusting people's opinions of yourself who better to trust than you than you and a lot of times when you're building your own opinion of yourself the first thing you have to do is break down everything else that anybody told you so if you have certain opinions of yourself do an exercise for me and for you Write down everything you feel about yourself. Write down who you are. Write down the good and the bad. Just write down a list of qualities. All the good stuff about you and all the bad stuff about you. Now write the good stuff. Not Don't write the good stuff. After you write the good stuff and the bad stuff about you, go over those lists and think about the things that you feel are on that list because somebody else told you. Also be mindful of things that are on that list because you've seen these things firsthand. So what things about you, good and bad, that you know firsthand... What things like that are you accepting? And also, what things do you accept good and bad about yourself that are coming from other people, outside sources? Think about that. Think about that and really understand where your self-identity is coming from. If you have a strong sense of self, if you have that strong sense of identity, nobody will be able to get into your head and convince you that you are not who you say you are. Period. So you really, 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 really want to be mindful of that. You really, really, really want to turn that on so you can recognize who is for you and who is not. You should not have a single person in your life that makes you feel insecure, anxiety, depressed, frustrated, confused. You shouldn't have anybody in your life that makes you feel like that. And if you do have somebody in your life that makes you feel like that, when you guys, you know, have that type of interaction, have a conversation with them. Let them know how it affected you. If they don't take accountability, if they don't let you know where their headspace was, if they're not able to give you a conversation about it, it should be the last time you talk to that person. It should be the last time you talk to that person. And if your communications aren't up, up to par where you feel like, well, hey, when people tell me about me, I do the same thing. Then you need to get yourself together because a lot of us accept shit from people because we do stuff to other people. I know that I can take I can take anything. I can take a punch to the ego. I can take somebody telling me, hey, you really had me fucked up. You could tell me I had you fucked up. I could take that. No problem. And when it's time for me to tell you, you need to be able to take it as well. So if you have a problem with telling people stuff, think about how you accept people criticizing you. And if you can accept criticism for other people, you should have no excuse and no problem telling someone in a respectful way open and honest way how they made you feel if you love them it is love and honesty it is love and trust it is love and transparency you have to let people in your life know how they're affecting you and that will let you know even more if somebody's supposed to be in your life or not because if I had second guesses about you me having this conversation with you is reinforcing what I thought was a second guess if I was second guessing, I don't know if I should, you know, cut this person off. I'm not sure. If I have a conversation with you and it goes left, I'm like, okay, I know for a fact. I know for a fact. So encourage yourself to speak up as well. Because you can't let people just say anything about who you are. 
You can't do that. You have to maintain who you are as a person. And when someone tells you, I don't think this is right. I don't think this is right. I feel like you're this because this, you can accept all of that and recognize how they feel. But you also have to sit with yourself and be like, damn, am I a bad friend? I don't feel like I'm a bad friend. So why did this person feel like this? How can I reinforce to this person? I'm not a bad friend. I was dealing with this. I was dealing with this. I had this going on. I understand that I maybe took it personally. I understood that maybe I didn't give myself, you know, the proper space and time to deal with what I needed to deal with so I could be a better friend to you. You don't have to accept what everybody else says about you and make it a stamp of shame on your life. You get to decide what resonates and you get to decide how it resonates with you. So be mindful of that, too. And we can literally wrap this up. And by wrap up, I hope it's not another 10 minutes. But if it is, that's cool. We can literally wrap this up. Getting into a space of just not taking things personally, right? Because like I said, everybody doesn't know you. Everybody hasn't done life with you. And not even everybody. Nobody. There's nobody on this planet that knows you the way that you know you. So literally, don't let anybody else say who you are, say what you're capable of, say what you can do, say what you can have. You are the only one that can say that for you. You are the only one that knows that. So give that to yourself. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Give that to yourself. And I had to tell myself this, too. I had to realize this, too. If you don't vouch for yourself, if you don't go for bad for yourself, if you don't put yourself on the front line and say, you know what? I got to make sure I get this. I got to make sure this is mine. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else can do it for you. Even if they want to do it, eventually they'll give up on you. They'll give up on you. And if they don't, then they'll die trying and you still won't get it. So what's the point of doing that when you're the only person that can really make a change in your life? It's you. Sometimes we have a lot of people in our life that give us great advice, but you're the only person that can make a change. You're the only person that can tell yourself you're worthy of love. You're the only person that can set yourself free. You're the only person that can build your confidence up. You're the only person that can make yourself feel beautiful. So why not do it? Why not put the relationship that you have with yourself first? I had to remember, like, everybody isn't going to understand me. Everybody isn't going to love me. But I have to love myself and understand myself and know who the fuck I am. Because if I don't love me for who I am, if I don't understand who I am at my core... I don't have a chance of being loved by anybody else because I don't even know what I'm asking you to love. I don't even know who I am. And that's very real. I had to realize that like, damn, I don't even know myself. So how can I really ask somebody to love me? How can I really expect someone to respect me and respect my boundaries? I don't even know my boundaries. I don't even know what I'll tolerate because I don't know who I am. And if you don't know who you are, you don't know what to protect. If you don't know who you are, you don't know how to protect yourself. You don't know what to guide. You don't know what to guard. You don't know what is the most important and most vulnerable parts of yourself. You don't know. You'll get triggered your whole life and not know why you can never be comfortable. Not know why you can never just take a deep breath. Because you're consistently going from issue to issue, from person to person. Sometimes you're going from hater to hater. So you really, really have to remember And beat into your head that you are the only person that can make you confident. Because think about all of those times when everybody was like, oh, my God, but I love I love what you did. I love who you are right now. I love your outfit. I love that idea. And you gave it a little bit of thought and you were like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I have people all the time who tell me what they see for me. I have people all the time who tell me what what I can do and what I should be doing. But are you living my life? Quite literally, don't. 
quite literally no the only person that has to face the consequences for your actions are you that's it so the only person you should be listening to is you when your parents tell you to get a job when your mama tell you to be a nurse your mama ain't gonna be dealing with that mental turmoil and that staying up all night and wearing your body down your mom isn't gonna be dealing with that it's gonna be on you it's gonna be your burden it's gonna be your decision it's gonna be on you when you allow your friends to tell you oh girl uh uh-uh you shouldn't marry him you shouldn't marry him don't marry him he can't get you a ring Uh uh-uh don't marry him he can't get you the destination wedding Uh uh-uh girl don't marry him you gonna be the one alone not them you gonna be the one alone it ain't gonna be them when you let people convince you, oh, girl, you shouldn't get that car. You're going to be the one still driving in the hoopty. Not them. They're going to get their new shit. It's going to be you. You are the only person that's affected by that. People can tell you stuff about yourself and literally go live their life and never think about what they told you ever again. And it can affect you for the rest of your life. Don't do it. Do not do it to yourself. You do not deserve that. You deserve better than that. And if nobody ever told you or you just never felt it, I am telling you right now, you deserve better than that. You deserve a better foundation than that. You have zero foundation. You have zero hope of building a foundation of self-love and self-trust if you cannot build a solid relationship with yourself. That's the first thing. You have to build a solid relationship with yourself. You have to know what you want out of life. You have to know who you are. Because people are going to tell you who you are, what, should, what you should be doing. Even I can tell you, you can ask anybody on this planet. You have an opinion on this? You have an opinion on this? People are bad people for having opinions. They should have an opinion. Everybody is going to have an opinion on everything based on your expertise. But that's why it's important to have people in your life who have the same expertise as you. I wanted my people. I want people in my life who are raised how I was raised. I want people in my life who share my life values, who share my morals, who share my ideas about loyalty, family, love, trust, communication, forgiveness. My core values. You need to share those core values, because when I need advice, I need advice from somebody that can think for me when I can't think for myself. I need advice from somebody that can remind me of who I am when I can't do it. And how can you do that if you don't have my same life values and life principles? And don't feel like you're being holier than thou. For telling people, uh uh-uh, I can't fuck with you. I can't take your advice because I see how you live your life. Your choices are not my choices. What you do is not what I would do. Don't feel bad for that. But you also have to ask yourself, why is that even your friend? Why are you even around somebody that you have to say, hey, the way you live your life, I don't want nothing to do with that. Because eventually it's going to affect you. Eventually it's going to affect you. The people you have in your life are so closely connected to you. This life is so crazy, you guys. It's like we're so different, but we're so similar. We're so much so on an individual journey that's just about you and God, but we're so connected. Like it's literally everything, everywhere, all at once and nothing at all. It's crazy. Nothing at all real shit, because this is only one of an infinite number of dimensions. So literally nothing at all and everything. It's insane. It's so much. But that's why you always have to keep in mind what your goal is, who you are, and you really have to let that be priority because there's so many things in this life that can take precedent over who you are and what you know to be. So you really, really, really have to let that lead you. Um, So, yeah, guys, that was the spiel for believing in yourself, not taking things personally and not relying on other people's opinions and values to set you up for success in your life. You know, I am really, really, really passionate about people getting the life that they want, people having the life that they deserve. And I would be remiss if, you know, I recognize greatness in someone 
and I didn't tell them how the fuck they could get up out the bed and, you know, bring that greatness into a reality. So I really appreciate you guys for connecting with me and, you know, rocking with me and supporting me and loving me. I really appreciate it. Remember to follow us on the Instagram at Sacred Solidarity. There are posts every day to uplift you, give you pointers, give you uh, tips, give you gems. Um, Also remember to check the link in the bio to join the group chat. Um, But yes, I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure you share the podcast, rate the podcast, catch up on the episodes and get into it. Um, We are going to have a very strong summer um, and a strong rest of the year. You know, I really appreciate you guys as always. I thank you guys and I love y'all and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, guys. Bless.